Welcome to another sunny day in Innsmouth. You're listening to Interviews and Impositions. There's a bit of a storm beginning to brew, despite the sunlight today, as Finn Firth conducts interviews for a school project. Funny thing about interviews, though, they have a way of bringing things into the light that make you wiser, but not necessarily happier. Speaking of unhappiness, it seems Ishmael Marsh is still interested in Cora, or what little he knows of her anyway. I'm sure that will work out spectacularly, especially with Lucy still stuck on the sidelines. What? Hello? Is it four o'clock already? Mayor Marsh, can I come in? Yes, yes. I'm ready for our meeting. Don't worry. The paperwork is all here for the new sewage line. Oh, you're the... you're the first boy. Uh-huh. You're not here about construction on Rockfish Road, are you? No. Or about the refurbishment of the Church of Dagon? No. Don't tell me you found another lion. No. Thank Dagon. I might have dropped dead if you did. What brings you here, young man? So long as it's not lions, I can spare a second. Well, I'm supposed to do an interview with someone about Innsmouth's history, but I don't want to keep you. Your paperwork is shoulder-high. No, no, it's all right, young man. Why don't I help you? And you can help me. I'll answer whatever questions you want, and all you have to do is a bit of paperwork. Here, you can start work on those, and I'll tell you everything I know. Ah, that's all right, Mayor Marsh. Thanks, though. It's the least you could do, after that circus fiasco last week. I had to telegram the Boston Zoo because of you. Actually, that was all Cora's idea. Besides, I'm not exactly qualified to run a town. (laughs) And you think anyone is? Please, run some numbers for me, Finn. My accountant retired last week. He's gone to Johannathle to work on his golf game. I should probably go. Good luck, Mayor Marsh. Finn? Finn? Ah, well, I can't blame him. Back to work. Good book? Oh, yes it is, actually. An encyclopedia of shark anatomy. I saw that washed-up little shark about a few weeks ago at Tim's retirement, and I remembered to check this out again. Did you know they have specialized organs for electroreception? That's... Nice. Anyhow, any chance you're free Saturday night? Oh, I usually set aside some time to work on my reconstructions. Usually little mouse skeletons, that sort of thing. Owl pellets are really good for that. You can get so many little pieces. Just yesterday, I finally got a little kneecap. What I was wondering is if you'd like to go to Aquino's with me. Aquino's? Yup, we can talk there. Get to know each other. It's been a while since we really talked, you know. I don't think we ever did talk. Well, think of this as making up for lost time. You up for it? Um, okay. Great! (laughs) I'll pick you up at seven. Away with ye, spawn of the dark sea. I'll not answer your foul inquiries, whatever they be. I actually wasn't going to ask for an interview, Mr. Allen. What? Why not? Well, I... I figured you wouldn't want to help me. And you'd be right. Begone, tide-swept wretch. I shun thee from my sight. 
Waving your arms at me isn't going to make me vanish. Would that I could have you keelhauled. Would that I could keelhaul the town itself. Okay. Anyways, do you need anything? Food? Blankets? It's getting a little colder these days, what with Halloween coming and all. I'd not accept even a drop of grog from the likes of you. Away! Okay. I was heading to Mr. Becklin's anyway. See you later, Mr. Allen. Volunteers from Innsmouth High School are currently in the process of collecting interviews of prominent citizens to be placed in a time capsule. This record of our history will be buried this coming Friday and will be dug up in a hundred years. Though we'll all be in Yohannesle by that time, our families and the next generation of Innsmouth will have a record of our lives on land and how we lived them in this, the amazing year of 1920. Lucy? Hi. Did you want something? You go to Aquino's a lot with your friends, right? With Scylla Marsh and all the rest of them? They have names, you know. Yes, why? You thinking of coming along? We could make room for you. I'll lend you a dress if you like. <sighs> that would be lovely. Ishmael Marsh asked me to go tonight, and I know you always dress up to go there. What? Well, I mean, you always dress up when you go to Okino's, and I thought, since we're about the same size... No, no. Before that. Ishmael Marsh is taking you to Aquino's? Uh, I guess? That's what he said, anyway. Unbelievable. <sighs> you know where my clothes are. Knock yourself out. Have I done something wrong? I feel like I've upset you. No, no. You've just ruined the rest of my night is all. Just that. So, I did do something wrong. Oh, come on. You knew I liked him. I mean, he seems friendly enough. No, you boob. I meant you knew I wanted to date him. Well, to be honest, we all knew. You weren't exactly subtle about it. That's rich, coming from the person going on a date with him tonight. What? You really didn't see it. He came up to you and asked or wrote a note or something, and you just didn't even think about it. Cora, I wonder about you. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying this is a date? How could it not be? I thought he was just being friendly and, like, wanting to chat. Cora, I thought you were meant to be the smart one. Of course it's a date. Oh. I'm sorry. I know you really wanted to date him yourself, but I didn't... It's fine. You're sure? Yeah, I'll be fine. I'm always fine. I could tell him no if that would be better. I could stay home and work on my reconstructions. It's fine. Just go. It's not like I ever had a chance anyway. Finn, I'm sorry, but I don't have time for an interview. Crumbo's hut needs cleaning out, else he'll catch it as ease, and I couldn't live with myself if he didn't. Please, I'll help you clean Crumbo's hut if you answer some of my questions. You're hardly gonna be able to take notes with a shovel in your hand, lad. Not to mention, I barely trust the missus to keep the hut up to standard. Not to mind you, what's gotten you in such a scholarly mood anyway? I got caught skipping history class. Mr. Ziffy has said I could either do a project for the time capsule or... 
enjoy a week of detention. <laughs> fine, fine. You've forgotten the first rule of delinquency. To not get caught? Exactly. The way I see it, this is the natural consequence of a lack of creativity. Musician like you, you can't afford that. Not one bit. You're not going to help me, are you? Think of this as an important lesson. Besides, in all honesty, I doubt I'd be able to help. The people of the future probably won't care too much about the road quality between here and Dunwich. The way things are going in Dunwich, though, they're probably not going to have a town in the next hundred years. Well, I think you're swell. Tell you what. If you can't find someone better by tonight, you can swing round and I'll answer some questions. But don't go using that as an excuse to give up the search. Fair enough. Thanks, Mr. Beckland. Good luck, kid. Next time, try faking sick. So that's when I asked my tailor about importing in some of the new city styles. This tie came straight from New York. Hmm, that's great. Uh, it's a nice color. Don't worry, I can get you something nice, too. You ought to have better clothes than that drab thing you've got on. What colors do you like? Well, actually, I'm pretty fond of my own clothes. I think you'd look wonderful in red. It'd really bring out your scales. Yeah. My scales. I have this midnight blue suit that I've been waiting for a chance to show off between you and me. <laughs> We'd be the talk of the town. Is that the kind of thing that matters to you? Of course! There's nothing better in the world than that feeling. Don't worry. Once we get you cleaned up, <laughs> you'll enjoy it too. Okay. I suppose that's what makes most people happy, isn't it? Being noticed like that. I'm flattered you asked, son. But I don't think your teacher wanted you to interview your relatives when he gave you the assignment. Wade, it's a kid's project. Not the Insmith Inquirer. Besides, don't you want to be memorialized in something that people of the future can look back on when they're on land? They could just meet me in Johannesle. I'll tell them then how things were. But the things we had on land are different from what we're going to have in the Eternal City. It's historically valuable stuff. I just don't see the use in it, that's all. Anything someone wants to know about me, I'll tell them. I'm an open book. There's a chance some of us won't make it to Johannesle, you know. What? Jonah, stop. You know we're all going there. It's what we're meant to do. What all of us were meant to do. Think about it, though. The first Marsh, Obed, he had seven kids. Four with his first wife, and three with his second. The youngest three had deep one blood of their own, without having to marry into it like Obed's boy did. But they still never got to Yohanithle. None of them. Where did they go? No one knows. Three daughters they were. Sabrina, Alice, and Lara Marsh. All of them left. Never showed up in Yohanifle. Their poor mother. She treats the Marsh folk here as her own, make no mistake, but her own girls never came home. Jonah, there's no use bringing up that kind of tragedy. Bithyali's a good person. It can't be easy to deal with what she's had to deal with. So there are three people who just left and died, maybe? Like I said, no one knows. Finn, this isn't for your interview. We don't need to talk about all this tragedy. Whatever happened, happened. And it's not going to happen to us. We're all staying together. We hope. We will. Three missing women. I've got to talk to someone about all this. Someone who knows more about them. This... 
This is... This is news! Well, at least you got him in debt with it, I guess. But still, why bring that up? We're not the Martians. None of us have left. You never know. It's a big world out there, Wade. Sooner or later, it's bound to knock on our door again. And that's how I ended up scoring the winning goal of the Innsmouth water polo match. <laughs> Sounds nice. You must have been really proud. Of course, I'd never felt so alive as when they were around me, cheering my name, hoisting me onto their shoulders back onto the beach. That reminds me of... You can't beat that feeling, not at all. The rush of adrenaline, of sea in your lungs. You're not in Yohanathlay, but you feel immortal right here. Right now. Kind of like... Like when you find a perfectly fit suit. When you look in the mirror and you see yourself as you always knew you could be. But never were until right now. How's the food tonight, Mr. Marsh? Miss Firth? Capital downright capital is always, Mr. Aquino. If the outsiders knew about your recipe for chowder, they'd be crowding Becklin's bus to get here. Thank you, son. Always good to hear positive reviews. Miss Firth, what do you think? Well... What else can she say but that this is the finest place in New England? She's farther along than I am with hers. That more than tells you her opinion. I see. Well, enjoy the rest of your meal. Thank you! You know, Cora... I'm having a wonderful time. You're delightful company. <sighs> Mr. Marsh? Mr. Marsh? Whatever's the matter, Finn? You look as though you've been racing with a school of sailfish. I need to talk to Mr. Marsh about his family. For the time capsule. Oh. Finn, dear, would you like some tea? Sure, but... Follow me. My husband is a great man, but great men do have great schedules. I'll answer your questions. I won't even make you do any paperwork. Well, that's a better deal than most. I want to know more about Sabrina, Alice, and Laura Marsh. Oh, straight to business then, I see. Well, I never knew them personally. Their half-brother, Onesa Forrest, was my husband's father. He's not in Yohanathle, you know. He was just human. Barney's mother now was a full-blooded deep one. Just like the girl's mother, Pithyali. My step-grandmother-in-law. And Pithyali was married to... Obed Marsh. Yes. The Obed Marsh who first came into contact with the deep ones and saved our town from ruin. The first of many great men in the Marsh family but certainly not the last. Uh, the seniors do that play about him each year at school. Ah, yes. A classic Innsmouth tale. The beauty from the sea and the dry land widower with a fine heart beneath smooth, somewhat repulsive skin. Barney, my husband, he did find it awkward doing it in school, given his relation to the story. Of course, he was too scaled even then to properly play his ancestor. He played one of the deep ones. I think Lucy ended up playing Obed Marsh when she had to do the play. I wonder if Mrs. Alter would just let me do music again. I don't want to memorize all those speeches. I suppose it is a bit 
long-winded. I think you could cut an hour and it would still work. Careful now, Finn. That's my family you're talking about. My husband's family and mine now too. Alright, alright. But, but what about the three women? Well, they had their reasons for wanting to leave. Alice was a little angular and smooth and never quite grew out of those features, poor dear. Sabrina, well, she and Obed never did see eye to eye about what she should do with her life. And Laura, from what I know, I think she just didn't want to be left without her sisters. So when they left, she went with them. And they never came back? Not them, no. I think the new radio announcer, the woman who took over from Tim, she's some descendant of one of them. And that's as close as we've come to seeing any of them. I keep forgetting the announcer's relation to us, though. She does keep to herself for the most part. I should interview her. I wouldn't bother. She's a cagey sort. I keep inviting her to dinner, and every time she has something else to do, her loss, my halibut pies won awards. I could at least ask. Do you think they... Do you think they died out there, the three Marsh sisters? There's no way to know for sure. But Alice wasn't even scaled by her twenties. There's a chance she died of dryland old age. My dad only has a few scales and he's 48. Lucy barely has any and she's 22. Oh dear. Well, you're old enough to know it could happen. Your mother came to the same conclusion about your father before she left. That's why dad didn't want me to look into this. Possibly. Finn, dear, would you like more tea? There are some tarts I've been saving for this afternoon. No. <clears throat> no, thank you. I think I've heard all I need. If you ever need anything. Thanks. It might not happen, Finn. No one knows. But it might. Hi, Lucy. Hello! How does it feel to be the prettiest girl in Innsmouth? How does it feel to be adored? Lucy, not now. I didn't even have a good time. Really? You get to step out with the handsomest man in Innsmouth, and that's not good enough for you? What's good enough for you, Cora Firth? Huh? What will be- Finn, what's wrong? Oh, come here. Was it another kid at school? I've told you a million times. You hit them before they get any ideas about hitting you. Are you hurt? Do you need anything? Nothing. Nothing. Just... I love you guys. Just so you know. <laughs> Is that all? Next time you can just ask me if you want to borrow something. I don't want to borrow anything. I just wanted you to know. Okay, okay, Finn. We love you, too. Is there anything you want to talk about? Not right now. That's all right. Finn, do you want to grab one of your new records? We could listen to it with you. For a little bit. Yeah! Show us something you like right now. Something we haven't heard before. <sighs> okay.
We hope you enjoyed this sunny day in Innsmouth, even as some clouds began to gather overhead. Our cast this episode includes... Sean Patrick as Barnabas Marsh. Oliver Graham as Finn Firth. Andres Echeverry as Ishmael Marsh. And as... Mr. Backland. Gregory Faulkner as Zadok Allen. Jane Dew as Cora Firth. Zahava Roger as Lucy Firth. Frederick Verhagen as Waite Firth. J.M.P. Hannon as Jonah Firth. Deanna Pistono as the radio announcer and Mr. Aquino. Sahara as Miss Marsh. For more sunny days than Innsmouth, go to wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, and we hope you have a wonderful day.